G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz with episode 160 of the Outback Mine podcast. Appreciate you joining in once again. Uh, now, very important conversation um, I'll be having today. Uh, with regards to our, our mental health, when our mind sort of gets uh, imbalanced and stuck and all those sorts of things, our voice, um, you know, basically goes quiet. We don't, uh, we don't talk, you know, positively with, uh, with power and, um, and, you know, certainty and so forth. And, um, you know, I, I realised, you know, I've realised now over time that, that, that my voice, um, you know, needs training, uh, particularly myself, but... But all our voices actually can be tremendous um, tools for uh, supporting our well-being. You know, you imagine, you know, you know what it's like when you might, might sing how good you feel and how balanced you feel. You know, that's one part of it. But um, there's also this other part which can actually, like, get us back to the vibrational harmony of the earth and everything around it. And uh, today's guest, Dean Frankel, um, is probably one of the most profound uh uh, I suppose vocal artists in in, in the world um, potentially I believe and um, he does some amazing things with his voice which you know are beyond words uh, they're they're really um, I suppose indescribable in many ways because the the tones and so forth that Dean um, can can produce through his voice um, you know has a tremendous effect on uh, other creatures uh, but also. Uh, on on the balance of the mind, it gets us out of our thoughts basically straight away and into inner connection and uh, into the inner peace that we've all got within us. And you know, Dean believes that uh, that anyone can do this sort of stuff. So, you know, I really encourage you to listen, um, you know, intently for uh, um, you know, with with uh, with our conversation or through our conversation today, and you know, just explore what's what's possible. You know, with regards to to maybe changing things in your life through your voice. Um, it's something that I'm going to do, and um, I know there's probably better better sounds within me which have uh, never been explored. You know, this is a skill that I've never 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 learnt. Uh, you know, and I'm certainly going to uh, look into this more into the future because I believe if we can just you know tap into our uh, our inner strength, um, which can come through uh, what we call the throat chakra, <laughs> uh, then certainly that can have a tremendous effect on on, on the way uh, our body and our minds behave. So this conversation is very important. I really encourage you to share this one with others and, um, yeah, um, you know, chase up Dean uh, post the conversation uh, to have a bit of a look at his work and, uh, you know, some of the stuff that he uh, that he's done, um, very well known and very well regarded in this space. So it's deanfrankel.com.au. Uh, now, I'd appreciate your feedback uh, also to me uh, after the podcast at support.appatmind.com.au. You've had some awesome, um, awesome comments coming in with uh, some of the guests that have been on recently and over time. So well, I really encourage you to keep that up if you can. Uh, I want to make special mention to Green Nutritionals who support the podcast. So if you're lacking something in your diet, uh, things are a bit out of whack, really encourage you to uh, check out their products. They're pure, organic and sourced from the best places around the world. Available at the best health food shops throughout Australia, but also online. Um, yeah, really, really potent stuff. And I love helping out companies that, uh, that do the right thing, and they certainly do. So um, please help them out. Greennutritionals.com.au. Alrighty, hope you enjoy this chat with Dean and I. Okay, 
G'day, Dean. G'day, Aaron. How are you going? Hey, very well, mate. You've got a you've got a beautiful speaking voice, and um, and I haven't, so uh, I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot from you. <laughs> uh, not only just today, but into the future. But um, geez, mate, um, it's amazing how you know I've come across you, and um, you know everything happens for a reason, and. Uh, you, you have the most amazing gift with regards to your voice. I don't know whether it's a gift. I think it's probably something that you've, you've developed and trained, but uh, my, my real um, interest and, um, and that with, with regards to, uh, to all this stuff is you know, the power that we've all got within us as humans to be able to shift energy in our body and, and change the way that we are. And I just believe the voice is a tremendous way to do that. We, we, we use the voice, you know, uh, for words that have got meaning in some ways, but I think there's such a, a power beyond the words. Would I be right? Oh, absolutely. But you were wrong about something, and that is that, that you're, you're actually a very good speaker. You have the gift of the gab. And one of the things I do is I work with people to help their speech your, your speech is good. You're a confident speaker. You've got a really good sound to your voice. Uh, so, you know, I, I work in it professionally. Uh, I've also got my negative aspects to my voice too. Mm. Um, but in answer to the rest of the question, um, voice is is really amazing. It really impacts on our health in ways that most of us are unaware of mm. um and it's not just as you said it's not just simply coming out with the words the right words uh but it's also about release tension release mm. and that when we feel things in our body when our brains might be a bit muddled uh you know and, and i must admit i'm i'm not really a great fan of talk therapy when it comes to psychology and mainstream mm. psychology mm. but there is something to it you know that there is a lot a lot of tension that we can remove from our voice mm. even without using words mm. uh, it's about connecting to the energy in the body and then opening the door and releasing it mm. now the key to opening that door is not as easy to find as you'd think but all you need to do is find the right shapes uh, not push it too hard but push it just hard enough and the sound comes out mm. and and that sound that comes out is, is a lot of tension sometimes it's old tiredness but there's so much more to it uh, now the other thing i'm going to add to it is is that there's no voice without breath mm. and so when we are working on our voice we're actually working on our breath it's just that we can hear the voice and and when you can hear the voice all the attention goes to the sound but you know what is behind the sound is um it's, it's quite amazing it's quite amazing it, it's not just one skill but it is about training the breath to support the voice so those two work in concert to express ourselves to release uh and when we release that means that we are not holding on to onto baggage that we really don't need to hold on to anymore mm. 
Um, so that's a part of the removing of the tension because, Aaron, there is no release without there first being tension. You've got to have tense, then release. Mm. And, and if you don't have them in fairly good uh, dimensions, then that tension can stay inside. And um, where we are so lucky, and, and boy are we lucky, we have we have natural a, a natural toolbox inside of us that uh, if we learn to use our tools well, then then we don't need to have a professional uh, take our power away and help us to heal. You know, so yeah. much, so much of this is about empowering the the person so they can do a lot of that healing themselves. But we're not here to create industry. We are here for our best interests in, you know, for ourselves and, and the people that we love uh, to make them healthy. And if there is another choice that isn't related to industry, but it's related to self-empowerment, then that's the route I like to choose. Yes, well said, mate. Absolutely, I, I really, I really resonate, and it's been something that's been developing for me for probably ten years. Just how how disconnected we are from that inner toolbox, and, and how we've got the ability to be able to, you know, release tension through the body, through the voice, um, through fitness, all these sorts of things. But that tension gets held internally between the ears, but also in the body, and it. Um, creates disease um obviously you know in the physical body and uh and in the in the mind um you know which is primarily known as tension sorry anxiety depression <laughs> those sorts of things yep. we've got to release it mate you know and um yep. it's very important uh you know I, i've learned over the years I, I spend two hours of my well-being every morning which actually helps me get back to that 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 balance again but i know if i don't do that then you know the pressure cooker can um can can build up and uh you know, if I'm overthinking or I'm, I'm overeating or doing whatever, then the body uh, and the mind, um, you know, will get out of whack. So I just think the preventative maintenance side of things is so important. And, you know, the toolbox that we um, that we may only have limited to a few tools can be so much broader than what we, uh, what we know. Beautifully said. And it's totally true that if you take tension in and you don't, release it it can manifest into other things inside our body uh and 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 i mean that's a scary prospect but it's actually it's real you know if, if you eat if you if you have too many hamburgers at once and then you you don't do anything about it and you keep your hamburgers in the belly mm. then eventually that's going to create a lot of tension and 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 the body needs it to come out um, it may not be the best analogy, but but you know I really like the way you put it. Um, I will suggest even further that our natural toolbox extends beyond the breath, mm. beyond the voice, even that that there are you know there might be eight or nine different tools that we can utilize, and we've got to really utilize all the tools that we need to utilise in order to be as healthy as we need to be. Mm. And, you know, a big part of that is simply 
uh, I mean, this look, this doesn't sound too sexy. Diet, right? If you eat the right things, that is a massive tool to stop us from getting unhealthy. Mm. Um, uh, you know, another another tool that is outside of our body that we can use to connect with it is nature. Mm. You know, the the more we are detached from nature, the the more mental illness gets a chance to actually occupy us uh, where, you know, just even seeing the, the sunrise or the sunset and, and being able to connect our senses to nature, it is, it is a gift of gold mm. that we forget too often when, when we go into our devices and the like that, that you know, if you're lucky enough to live in the outback and to be able to look at the night sky and see thousands of stars that haven't been dominated by by light pollution yeah. and and you get to see not only not only do you get a big pathway to mental health but you also get to see what our ants what what our ancestors what your ancestors saw thousands of years ago and you get to experience the same thing now i'm also as a throat singer which is as far as i understand the world's oldest form mm. as a throat singer i'm very conscious that when i put my harmonics out to nature that i get the same feelings that mm. throat singers from thousands of years ago also experienced mm. and and that is, you know, for me, that is really highly healing. Mm. Um, so, yet, I, I haven't even mentioned half of our natural tools that we can utilise naturally. Uh, one of them is also judgement, mm -hmm. you know, and, and we live in a time where judgement is a really unsexy word, that we should never judge, and, and by all means by all means excessive judgment is is not good but if we lose our sense of judgment then we can make the wrong decisions for our health and then we have to bear the consequences of that so if you've got good judgment you know not to have that extra drink if that drink is going to if you're already past the point where you where you should um and and it's the same with that extra piece of cake or you know it, it's it's not not nice to be saying hey look everything you enjoy you've got to be moderate but but there's something more important here and that's our future health and our current health and if we want to sleep well if we want to function well yes. then we've got to do some of these things uh to work with nature because nature is our nature can be our friend but it's also very very powerful as an opponent if we don't work with nature the right way um i, I really and and when you work with breath and voice and and water for example too you know the bathing therapies are absolutely fantastic when you work with them you're working with nature yes yes yeah Incredible though, Dean. Like you touched on a few things, 
the judgment is overused in many of us and it's there for a reason we've got to have that uh that critical mind uh that, that what we call in yoga the negative mind there to protect us you know primarily but it gets, it gets overused um uh you know to be able to be aware of that is is, is important you know to have have the ability to be able to sort of uh, be conscious of, 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 of the emotions, I think is, is really, really key rather than just going in, um, in autopilot a lot of the time, you know, and uh, the mind can dominate when it comes to, um, you know, that's, that reactive response, you know, judging someone else or, or judging, you know, yourself, but, uh, you know, releasing and letting go and Primarily, what we just discussed, the tension. Um, once you can release that tension, then you actually get back to um, uh, a sense of, uh, of balance again, a bit like turbulent water coming back to still water. Look, they're absolutely huge. Um, <sighs> there, there is, uh, and, and you know, when you were speaking there, and I, I, was, I was just thinking about all these different permutations of exactly what you were saying um that i want to shift us to resonance if we could at this point yeah. and that is that what i didn't say is that when we are vocalizing in answer to your first question so when we're working with breath when we're working with voice there's something else that we work with and that's resonance mm. and you can build your resonance you can uh, or, or alternatively a lot of people have many aspects of their resonance blocked yes. uh, you know it's a really really empowering process of finding your resonance and and i'm going to give you straight away i'm going to give you a really easy exercise that everyone who listens to this can utilize to just find their resonance because let's face it the first thing that vibrates is the first sign of life mm. so there is no life without vibration there is no life without resonance uh, so the simple exercise i'm just going to have you do and you're going to hear resonance in my voice when i do it is M for Mary, and it sounds like this. It's as easy as this. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to do that? Oh, please, please. Let's hear. Mm. And that's wonderful. And that does something to me, mm. and. I hope everyone out there listening to this podcast can do the same. We're going to do it again. And when you do this, I'll, I'll tell you actually something just after we do it. Let's go there again. Together? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Fabulous. Do you know what? Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier. When I was a little fella, like you used to get involved with your voice a lot more, like you'd do that humming and that would just give you a sense of, um, uh, of peace and calm. Um, yes. You know, you'd lie there at night and you'd do that and that would sort of you know, get you connected with, um, 
with the stars and all that sort of stuff. You know, it was it was pretty amazing. I think I think that's that's still there within everybody, uh, but it's just been sort of maybe squashed a little bit, perhaps. Um. Touche, what you just said is highly perceptive. So in in my work, even with 80-year-olds, I have to bring them back to being children again mm. with some of the sounds that they're prepared to make in order for them to get, get healthier, to get connected. And, you know, I've got... I mean, it, it's really incredible that uh, Western values say don't make these sounds. You have to make certain sounds that are acceptable to us. But, you know, that's, that's why when I'm throat singing, I prefer to, prefer to do it for other species of animals mm. because they can, this is the sound of nature is that kind of resonance. And when I'm doing that... When I'm doing that, that is uh, 99 plus percent of the sound is coming out of my nose. Mm. And when that's coming out of my nose, that clears the respiratory passage. Uh, And if you try it, you can go, "Mm," and you'll see you block your nose, you'll see your cheeks will come out like a balloon. Uh, now, that particular method, there's also another one, which is Enfinelli, which is... <laughs> and, and you might have heard some harmonics there. And I the did. reason that you did is because when we're doing Enfinelli or Enfinelli, and remember, Enfinelli is half of the OM... When we do that, that's lots of harmonics coming out. Now, watch what happens when I actually do let them out of my uh, out of my body and into the room, and it'll sound like this. So that is harmonics. And that, and okay, so, so it's harmonics. So what about resonance? Well, it's harmonic resonance. And then someone else might say, okay, but I thought that was toning or overtoning. Well, yes, it is that too. So toning is about connecting your resonance to the right shapes that produce that kind of effect. Now, when I'm making those resonant sounds outside to the night sky. I cannot tell you. Um, Mm. You know, I can do it to nature. I can do it to trees. Uh, Now, it has this this effect on, on my own sense of connection and mental health that I just can't put into words. Mm. Um, But there's so many ways. So I'm going to show you now another way that that I've found, because I've tested all of this on lots of different types of animals. Now, possums are, are a very shy creature. 
So if you ever want to mesmerise a possum, try doing this. to do that release breath afterwards because I was building up inside me such an energy uh, because that takes a lot of controlled breath and it just so happens that controlled exhalation happens to be incredibly healthy and it unlocks the door to, to other parts of our uh, ourselves, um, it, it unlocks the door to the spheres of consciousness, to higher forms of consciousness, mm. uh, and yeah, finding the word, it's actually very hard to find the words once you do it, because a different part of the brain turns on, but that is controlled breathing, and if you can hold your external breath for at least 20 seconds, then I've got to say, when you start to experience what happens at 21, 22, 23, 24 seconds, you'll know what I'm talking about. Oh, I can imagine. Do you know, Dean, uh, amazing. Like, have you had connection with cetaceous beings, like like through through this, uh, like whales, dolphins, whatever it is out there that, uh, that may, may be able to pick up on the frequency? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... The dolphin experience was 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 a blow away because we were on a boat. It was a loud boat, uh, you know, just around the back. Uh, filmed it, and um, you know the the the, bat, the boat's going crank 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 crank. You know the way the boat goes, which wasn't so good. Sound more like a duck. <laughs> um, but the dolphins came. They heard it above the sound of the motor. And they came and it was like I was whistling for a dog. Mm. So uh, dolphins, it's amazing. There are whale callers in Norway who can use their voice to call whales. I I can't do it. Uh, I don't know exactly how to do it. I think it's the the Sami people who do that. Um, uh, And and look, I, I haven't had the privilege of being able to sing to a whale but i bloody well love to mm. uh i have had the privilege of singing to endangered giraffes for example <laughs> uh, uh the giraffe isn't in fact it's quite amazing because and i know that the giraffe are not cretaceous but um uh the experience of singing to a giraffe and they just stop and look at you like like without taking their eyes off you and and it happened for about 10 minutes and he locked his legs as he's looking at me the whole bus burst out laughing because mm. you know what, what, what do you do when a goofy looking beautiful giraffe is staring at you like you've said something that either it is offended by or it loves or it's very hard to tell the difference um, mm. uh, so resonate your animals resonate to your dogs uh and 
and, and more because the very act of resonate, resonating is is more than releasing tension. You are also tapping into your vagus nerve and triggering your parasympathetic nervous system, which then brings down the cortisol levels and then brings up the, the different brain hormones like dopamine, perhaps endorphins, it all, all depends. Sometimes it's oxytocin. Uh, it all depends on, on which of the, the hormones to stimulate. But you are doing that just by going, and this is N Finelli, when you're doing that, you are stimulating your vagus nerve and if you do it for quite a long time, your heart rate goes down. Mine, mm. I, I use a heart, I've been using a heart rate monitor for over five years with my clients. And it's, you know, between 10 and 15% the heart rate will usually reduce when you do some of these exercises. Mm. Amazing. Do you know what, mate? You, you've just touched on something so wonderful. The connection that every being has beyond words beyond beyond yep. beyond opinions thoughts whatever you know that 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 is just like powerfully untouched you know in in humanity yeah, it really is like i think we've all got this knowing that there's something deeper than 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 than, than, than the construct that we sort of believe is real you know there's something well beyond that to be able to tap into the vibrational frequency that they call the nard you know the sound current um, which um, uh, the indigenous called the diri, you know, that's that's more about uh, you know ca- tapping into the, the deep listening of, uh, of of the energy of the earth. But but primarily, you're you're connecting to a frequency which is um, uh, there for all beings, which a lot of these beings can actually observe and see. They can see aura around humans. I'm sure of that. Uh, but primarily, we don't have that ability. You know, they can pick up on energy that we can't pick up on. And if you're able to create something through your voice that actually can can connect with them, you know, straight away, uh, it's a, it's a mutual thing. And you know, with regards to whales, uh, the experience that I've had, you know, was very very profound um, out there at Fraser Island. And I really invite you and welcome you to to come to. Um, um, a wild wild trip in the future because we have this immediate connection with them with a guy that's been around them for 40 years and and you know i just think you being out there and 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 having that ability like you've, you've, you've sort of done with other other beings i think it would be absolutely um tremendous to be able to you know, document that if i could say aaron because uh, thank you for the compliments there it's a yeah. uh, it's a high compliment to me. I mean, again, I'm impressed by how perceptive you are there. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but I do want to say that my abilities that you're talking about are not unique. Mm. That, that, you know, it's much more exciting for me to say that all humans have that ability. Mm. Okay? All you, all you have to do is do the right thing that's going to develop that ability and then bring on the connection and then, you know, enable yourself to... So for me, meditation is about contacting nature on the outside so we can contact our nature on the inside Mm. at a deep level. Mm. And when all the doors are open between our inner level and our inner nature and 
outer nature. Uh, you know, I will try, and I love words, but uh, I cannot find words. And, and I, I could not tell you stories about my experiences with it because it just wouldn't sound authentic because um, you can't find the words and then you're not going to believe, oh, I just started singing harmonics and then the clouds came away from the sky and the sun came out. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but what, what I can say that I can say actually is that uh, in 1997, my partner Linda Lassi and I did a harmonics workshop at Womadelaide and we did it outside the bird enclosure at the Adelaide Zoo. Uh, I've got to tell you, my God, it was amazing. The birds were louder than the 250-odd humans. Mm. The birds went absolutely crazy. Mm. Um, how often you are, uh, the, you know, how, how many times I've had choirs, harmonic choirs, where we've been rehearsing somewhere and then then all these birds come mm. and then they they sit there and uh and it's no coincidence when they come back every week but at the same time you can't order them you can't say oh the birds are going to be here today because you know one day they just won't turn up mm. that's the way nature works that it, it doesn't really want to be controlled but it is happy to be worked with mm. Mm. Dean, you know, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm really um, grateful that you, you, you pulled me up there because, you know, what I mentioned about about coming with us to do this thing, I think that's available to all of us, isn't it? You know, we, we can we can learn this stuff and and, and, and call these things in. You know, um, we don't we 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 you know your your experience and everything would be great, but if we we practice something and we actually like train ourselves to to um, you know uh, be a certain way or you know behave a certain way, then 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 things can really shift within us. Look, it's absolutely correct. You are all capable. We are all capable, but. We, um, we've got to be careful because there are always counter-energies that will say, you know, I mean, it, I work with animals. I make animal sounds. Uh, and, you know, uh, I, don't have a bog, I don't have a dog in the house. But what, listen to this. So, you know, do, I can do, bark like a dog. Do, and do, I, and can I can you do, do that again? <laughs> so, so that's a Labrador bark trained into me by my old Labrador. <laughs> uh, um, you know, so, so every so often I'll go and bark at a dog because there's nothing more fun than barking at a dog. And then, um, then people look at you and sort of give you this quizzical look as if to say, hey, you're in Melbourne, you're supposed to conform to our, our strict western values that you only speak when you say words and you only sing songs and you know that there, there is this we we become unconsciously entrapped by these societal civilized so-called rules and it's nonsense if you start to to you know we are all animals and and we are the you know we might be the most amazing animal, but we're still animals. 
And if you try to take the animal out of us, then you're not going to have a human. Yes. You, you, you're going to have a you're going to have a, a biological device. Robot. Yeah, I agree. A robot. Um, so you know, I'd really encourage everyone connect with animals, make sounds to the animals. Um, you know, obviously do it safely, <laughs> but um, you know, meow to the cat, bark to the dog. Um, uh, I, and and I've got to tell you, you know, it wasn't that many decades ago where if you did that, you know, if I barked at a dog, I could have been thrown into an asylum. Of course. But I've got to, <laughs> got to tell you now that if you bark to a dog, it's a sure sign that you're sane. <laughs> That's true. Because <laughs> you're connected and, you know, you, you're just not following other people's social rules uh you you're just being yourself you're connecting now what happens when you connect with an animal by a sound like that is that it is such a privilege to to experience that unique connection between you and you know we, we do get it with dogs and, and i just love dogs um and maybe we don't get the that degree of connection with too many other species of animals but by god when you get that special moment with the dog or or any other animal it is you are alive you know you're alive and you know you're talking nature's language not just human language yes. yeah very very important mate yeah this, this is an important conversation this is going to open up lots of um thinking for a lot of people not so much thinking but intuition for a lot of people um you know the construct of our language is only a very small part of our potential oh and, and yet to a lot of people that's what separates you know to scientists who who acknowledge that humans are animals that's what separates us from other animals but no 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 animals also talk to each other too mm. it's much more than that mm. yeah it, it, it's it's actually huge and uh look i'll give you another example of uh you know i learned from my dog uh my last dog not the not the one with that great bark before um i learned from my dog quite a bit about breathing that you ever notice just before a dog goes to sleep it takes one big breath through its nose and then it releases and goes to sleep now a lot of dogs sleep better than than a lot of humans you know there's something in it mm. um so by doing these natural meditation techniques god knows what what you call it whatever they are the use of these natural tools these tools have been there for us mm. since before we were even human yeah so these these are the tools that other animals have access to to use and you know i've seen with my my dog my last dog animals meditate better than most humans mm. Mm. of course they do yeah. yeah you know it's uh so so one of the things i do for my wellness breathing program is I train people to to tame their breath and to tame their voice 
in order to bring out their resonance, in order to control their breathing, in order to strengthen the muscles that aren't performing as well as they should. And, um, and then you watch people grow new arms and new wings. You watch people uh, change shape. And, you know, we, are, we need to change shape. You know, even if you're in your 80s, you, um, you really need to change shape because if we don't change shape, then then we we go the other way. Uh, yes, it changes. You know that sort of change is good, but yeah, I, I'm a huge believer in not imposing one's power on someone else. I don't like it mm. when I, I I don't get a sense of of muscularity if I bully someone into following what I do. Mm. Uh, but what I do get is I get a real sense of triumph when people do it themselves. Mm. Because, yeah, I'm interested in having power only over myself, not over other people. Mm. And, you know, when I think of modern society and the pharmaceutical companies and the the authorities and 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 even many of the medical officials they are just trying to take power away from people so as to control them that is not in their interests it's just it's just uh, you know the disempowering process that's been un- that's been taken for the last two years, a lot of people have shrunk in that time. And uh, we've got to keep growing, got to believe it. You know, if you believe in yourself, that now I'm not saying that if you're sick that you don't need medicine. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that there's a hell of a lot that we can do. You know, exercise. I haven't mentioned normal exercise. Exercise is huge. Um, I'm a great believer in having sauna, so I sweat out a lot of a lot of my tension, and and um, and I do yoga, and I actually do yoga in the sauna, but mm. I don't, <laughs> and I call it my prehabilitation program. Yes, uh, uh, and and it's been you know really good for me, but you know not every you know we're we're all different. Some people don't like sauna. Some people prefer to. To go cycling for 50 kilometres, um, and that's how they do it. Some people, uh, there are so many options there for us, but we've got to know that if there's something wrong with us, and you know, everyone has something wrong with them at some time, if there's something wrong with us, go back to your breathing, go back to your your ability to make sound go back to your judgment uh you know if you need to see a doctor or a a natural therapist or or whatever you know if you know it then go and do it but uh just taking care of yourself does not mean giving over your autonomy to someone else Mm, i believe Yes, well, well, mate. Look, you know, let's let's be honest and and real with regards to that. We we have been really disempowered a lot of our lives, most of our lives, many of us. That's right. And, That's right. You know, I I individually had to like work really hard to unlearn what I'd learnt or what I thought I knew because that that was really 
I did everything that TV taught me to do, primarily as a young fella. You know, that, that was what was real. But really, it was so far from the, the truth, um, uh, it, was, it was not funny. You know, there was, um, there was all this disempowerment. You've just got to look at, you know, I talk about sport for an example, um, what, what sport does to be able to shift people into a, into a level of unconsciousness and poor health. Um, you know, and that should be a vehicle where we're promoting good uh, physical and mental well-being. You know, primarily, but um, uh, you know, we we have got the message wrong in in many many ways, Dean. And I just think, you know, the last two years has actually helped a lot of people wake wake up. This conversation will help a lot of people to to take their um, their 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 potential to another level you know and and you know if we're having this conversation three years ago probably not that many people would, would listen but now more people will, will listen because of what's what's happened and and you know the the potential to be able to lose what we've got within ourselves you know we've got we've got time on this planet to be able to do things that um that, that, that connect us, that empower us, that help us to thrive, you know. It's not going to come through uh, what society is telling us to do. It's, it's proven, you know. The most miserable people in the world are the ones that have probably got the most stuff. But, uh, but primarily, uh, you know, all the gifts that we've got within us that aren't tapped into, like you've just sort of demonstrated, are so much more rewarding than, than anything that, uh, that can be seen as an asset, you know. Thank you, and beautifully made. Now, I just want to endorse one sub-point you made there, and that is the importance of sport. Mm. See, sport and art, right? They're, they, they are, they're like cousins. They are so important to us. You take the sport away, you take the art away, you're taking away play. Mm. Now, there is... Um, I, I've... Uh, I love a few sports. I love, uh, I play table tennis competition. Um, I used to be a tennis coach, but I have to admit, with respect to Ash Barty and her achievements, I'm not a great tennis fan. But <laughs> I've, I've always loved footy. Uh, you know, that my, um, some of my closest people aren't, aren't so happy with how much I love cricket as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It's not, and it's not so much about that. It's about, uh, and, and I'm actually quite critical of a lot of sports because a lot of sports are just obsessed with winning, mm. uh, you know, and, and you've got the, the metaphor with war. So you've got Australia, Australia's fighting a war against Afghanistan, for example, and you know, only one is going to win. Yes. When Australia wins, yeah, pull out the flag. Yeah, good on you, Australia, and all that. I don't think that's so good. Mm. You know, I, I really, uh, yes, it's great to win, um, uh, but I'm a real believer in setting the arena so people can actually play. Because when you play, you try things out and you develop your skills. And if you don't play, you never develop those skills. And, and I know that with the voice, I played a lot with the voice. Uh, and I didn't do it as a teenager so much as I did it in my 30s when I started doing this. Mm. Uh, so the play is huge. And I, I also want to say one other thing with regards to that as well, and that is that... We don't stop evolving just because we turn 80. Yes. Okay, so I've had 
clients, students in their 80s change really important parts of their brain uh, as a result of doing playful exercises. You know, so, so we don't stop growing just because we look old. Yes. We're, the brain is plastic, uh, and obviously not literally plastic, but it's, it's flexible, and it keeps moulding to our lives. And, you know, th this is something, if, if, we're, if I'm making a closing point, um, keep, you know, all exercise is brain exercise. Mm. It might involve other parts of the body, and usually does, but it always comes back to Rome, which is the brain. Mm. You know, it's always... Uh, and if we don't exercise all the different parts of us, then those parts of us can become disconnected from our brains. And that, you know, we, we've got to stimulate, we've got to keep ourselves going. Um, and, you know, I, I made that mistake with my toes. I, I neglected my toes for, for quite a lot of years and then it came back to bite me on the bump. So, you know, now I, I include um, exercises for the toes and the toes are much happier again. Yes. Yeah, mate. Well, we, we really are disconnected from lots of uh, parts of our being, aren't we? You know, we don't give any attention to various parts of our body. Uh, particularly the voice, you know, um, uh, uh, but that's such a powerful tool as we've just learnt. You know, it's such a powerful tool to have in the toolkit. A set of big biceps uh, 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 will will help you get the chicks, but uh, yes. I think a powerful voice is probably more powerful than a, a set of biceps, possibly. Well, uh, unless you're on the footy field, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you're, but you're absolutely right. Um, uh, what I can, God, you, you, you make all these great, great observations, Aaron. Um, I've got to tell you, the power of the voice, the muscles that you develop in order to develop power over your voice, mm. they are some of the same muscles that keep us alive when we're old. Mm. Mm. So, so we, you know, they're in the epiglottal region. Um, if you know, so the same. Some of the same muscles that that uh, we speak with, we sing with, they're the same muscles that we laugh with. Uh, you know that sometimes if we ever need to vomit, they'll help us vomit, uh, yawn. You know many of the the prime skills that we have been brought up with. Um, and look, I had a you know I found this out once when. I let um, uh, a near nose doctor stick a mini camera through my nostril to film my vocal cords. And um, I've had that done, what, three times now. Uh, the, you know, it just, it was, it was like discovering a, a new universe for me. Mm. Um, and what happens is when you look at those muscles, um, when you work on these muscles, they become really ripped. Mm. But the only problem is they don't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> they, they, they look... Uh, I mean, I won't tell you what the vocal anatomy actually looks like, but um, uh, they do not look ripped, but they are ripped. So when you develop your voice and you develop your breath control and musculature, you are, you are developing this in incredible 
ally for when you really need it in life. You know, if you need to have strength in that area at a particular time in your life, the work that you do actually does help that happen. Mm, I've got no doubt, mate. You know, it's, it's really interesting, uh, a lot of the stuff that, um, that popped up for me over the last few days. When I was in complete physical, you know, getting really good nick, how, how the self-confidence is, is there and how the ability to be able to speak, you know, in, in front of media, uh, in front of, um, you know, uh, maybe in some challenging environments with, uh, with, with a level of calmness uh, was, was quite natural. But when you get out of rhythm a little bit, uh, how that can be challenging. And, and before last night's yoga class, I'm usually very calm, but I actually felt some nerves come in. And, you know, I, I really observed that and, uh, and watched them sort of come and go. But, um, but yeah, you know, something, something within me has been out of balance possibly for, to bring that on. So if I was strong within my voice... You know, I know that the confidence for, for, for what I was about to project would, would be there, you know. So as an individual, that's something that I, I can really work on um, yep. without without sort of, you know, having any cockiness, arrogance, whatever, but just to be able to, to, to you know, have uh, the ability to be able to, to speak with, um, with certainty, I think is a skill that a lot of people um, don't have and, and lack, you know. Uh, the disempowerment that comes with, with that um, is probably key, you know. We're, we're, we're in self-doubt consistently, but I just think a great way to reverse that would be to, to do some work to, to get your, your, your voice muscles working properly and to be able to develop that inner confidence through that. Would you agree? Oh, totally. Um, uh Again, everything that you said is is completely true. Uh, when you do these different exercises, and I'm going to um, what you said, it brings me back to some experiences I've had in teaching uh, some Mandarin Chinese people to integrate their speaking ability more with the Australian way. Um, and I've learned from, I've had probably 30, 35 clients along those lines. And, you know, the one thing I learned is when these poor people do not feel integrated with the way they talk, they feel really isolated and there's a lack of confidence and, and identity is really compromised and, and they look really uncomfortable and then you see them transform into you know it's like they're putting on the australian glove and and suddenly a whole lot of the tension and concerns are gone mm. and and they become much much more comfortable and so so it's a really you know what you said there is so totally true um, I'm going to give you one more exercise that I've actually done with some of these people. This is a, an articulation exercise that uh, tells the story of my first ever client in speech. Uh, and I, I could go on for 10 minutes, but I'm only going to go on for 30 seconds, okay? <laughs> Here we go. You're ready. Mm -hmm. Concentration, persistence, poise, dexterity, expected, precipitous motion, bluffing, vernacular, picket, fence, sophisticated, delicious chicken soup, Mediterranean restaurant, finicky, meticulous, affiliation, pedal pad, social rooms, social studies, synagogue, way, wow, 
will be what acquiesce. Stop yourself from worrying. No worries, deciduous. Experimental, not da 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 not da da Cut the price of petrol. Cello, cello attention. It comes here and it goes on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want me to remember all that? Well, it's only because I did the did this exercise that many times with this one client that both of us have all the words imprinted in our memory. So I can just mm. reel it off like that. Mm. And he's the same. Mm. Uh, but what that did also do is that um, I started with him as a 23-year-old, uh, lovely, lovely person, autistic male mm. who who basically had no speech skills. Mm. And I was charged with constructing his whole set of speech skills so he could so he could uh, honour the the feeling of being able to connect with other people because he couldn't say sentences and so he'd be talking to people and there would be no connection. So when the connection actually did happen, it was like a whole whole lot of baggage just left him. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you could still, you could still tell that, that he had some challenges when he'd speak. Like, for example, he'd go to someone he'd met the week before and then he'd tell them what their birthday is, tell them what their mother's middle name is. Yeah. Uh, and and he would do that in order to... Uh, so people would know that he's very bright. Um, but he had no way of doing that before. So what can happen... And there's just one other thing you said, Aaron, that... Uh, that is consistent with my experience of working in this area is that uh, the biggest problem with speech is anxiety. Mm. So nearly everyone who, who's come to me for speech sessions, uh, we've had to deal with how to, how to, to command over themselves the ability to be able to calm. You know that, and, and and it's also a problem that um, I, I did work with a, a prime ministerial aspirant uh, in 2016, and you know the problem was there for him too. So it's not like you know uh, uh, it, it really is across the board. Very very few people speak publicly, and and don't don't feel the the feathers that come with anxiety. Mm. Um, so if you can come, you know, it all comes back to the simple. And if you can use your breath, use your long exhalation to calm yourself down, mm. you're going to be doing really, really good things for your health and those around you, actually. Do you know the term enjoy your breath? Sorry, was that? Enjoy breath, which is a, like a Hindu term for, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the back of the throat and how that can actually just be a, a tremendous calming tool for us. Um, and the Ujjayi breath, um, I'm aware, was told to me by Leslie Cat, who is a 91-year-old blind yoga teacher. Yeah, right. She'd be, and, she'd be more and, connected to it than anyone I would have thought. Um. She, look, she's remarkable, mm. um, she, and she is, but, but at the same time now she's doing a lot less yoga because 
of the challenges of, of living on your own. Um, uh, but she's an amazing person. We speak every day still. Mm, yeah. Incredible. Incredible, mate. Well, there, there, there's an inspiration uh, in itself for, for someone that's 91 that's, that's probably sharp as a razor, you know, and has, has these tools in a toolkit which has kept it that way, you know. Um, not being able sharp to see. Sharp as it, a razor. Yeah, incredible. Truly as sharp as a razor, but also, you know, it's, it's all that practice that uh, I remember I used to drive her to to the classes and you know, here she was, an elderly woman, I had a tiny car and she'd just, she'd just bend over into the car and slip in and the average older person would have taken um, a hell of a lot longer <laughs> to be able to do it. The, yeah. the, so, you know, I know also that having sauna is remarkable for your brain yes. if you want to live long older too, particularly for men fifty and about. Mm, I agree. I agree, mate. Um, yeah, certainly. I miss them. Uh, where I live up here at the moment, you don't certainly need them. But I know that if I could get them on regular, it'd be, it'd be awesome. You know, just to to have hot cold therapy is a tremendous thing. Um, you know, there's these tools that we can have to add value to our uh, physiology, which um, can have a tremendous effect and. You know, I really look at, you know, I look at the, the the cycle of life here and what we see as being normal and the old age and the aged care and everything and just how people are, you know, sort of pushed down this rabbit hole of, of disconnection. And um, my dad is, you know, nearly the same age as that woman and, you know, totally the opposite primarily. But, um, uh, you know, anyone that's listening to this podcast know that... Um, that, that we have the ability to be able to, to, to take control here. We don't have to just end up, um, you know, going down the, the road of, um, of what the mainstream sort of, um, you know, thinks is or perceives to be normal because it, it's, it's well and truly not. We're, we're, we're able to thrive in this lifetime, you know, all the way till, uh, till we leave the body and beyond, you know, primarily if we're, we're conscious and connected and, uh, and engaged. But, um, uh, you know, it's, it's so so pleasing to hear you, you you use that lady as an example here because it's very very relevant in many ways. Oh, very most most relevant, and and really glad to have brought her in into it as well. Um, and and you're speaking so much sense. I mean, I, I'm just riding on the magic carpet that you're <laughs> that you're giving me to ride on with you. Um, and. Really, it's been such a pleasure talking with you, Aaron. Thank you so much. I'm grateful, Dean. I I, I, I know we're going to um, do some things together in the future for for, for the benefit of, uh, of, of not only ourselves, but for the benefit of lots of people. We've got, you know, we've got the ability to be able to thrive in our lifetimes and and if we're thriving in our lifetimes then other people around us will do the same and and that's 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 our our power and our truth you know and one thing that i need to do is is to to use my voice a bit more i don't need to i want to do you know i want to be able to to do this um i'm going to learn from you a bit about this stuff and um yeah I, i i'm excited about where that could potentially take me you know i was told I was told as a young person I couldn't sing. I was told as a young person I couldn't play an instrument, uh, all that. And, and that, 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 that deep, um, um, you know, uh, I suppose, self-doubt is, 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 is there, you know, but it's, it's bizarre. It's, um, 
It's, it's funny how it can block you, but if you can actually empower yourself to move through these things, um, like learning any skill, like the bicep, you build the big biceps, great. If you don't uh, keep doing the weights, then uh, they'll go down. Um, but if you, you, you train the voice and you continually use the voice, which is uh, available to you if you're on your back or uh, you're in an aeroplane or you're in a car or whatever, you don't have to be at the gym to do that, you know. Uh, and that can have a tremendous effect to our equilibrium and um, and our physical and mental well-being. So it's a it's a it's a powerful and very important and underutilized resource that we we have. And I'm so grateful to be having this conversation and for people listening into this because I think this is a changing conversation and probably one of the most powerful conversations that I've ever had with another human. To be honest. Excellent. It's a beautiful one, but let, let me interrupt the goodbye here because you just <laughs> said you said too much good there, yeah. and it reminds me of your use of the bicep analogy mm. reminds me of something that uh, it's a really huge perspective about the size of our muscles, right? Mm-hmm. When you work with the voice you are working with some of the smallest muscles in your body, Mm. right? Now, the advantage of that is that unlike when you do push-ups with your biceps, which are quite a big muscle, the vocal muscles get strong really quickly because they're so little. Mm. Mm. So it's actually beautiful. So it means that that, uh, if you can imagine 100 push-ups with your biceps, you only have to do about five push-ups for your vocal cords to get the same amount of exercise boredom that manifest in the stronger, bigger muscles. Mm, well said, mate. So the other thing that you said that I just wanted to say, comment on is about the mainstream. Um, and that is, you know, I've never been a child of the mainstream, I have to admit. And, and uh, the last three years has, uh, the experience of the pandemic has hardened me against the mainstream in a sense. Um, you know, we're all, you know, if we're following the mainstream, then, then you know, it's a river system, it's an energy system. Mm. And there are other tributaries, there are other, there are other rivers and... Um, just because the main, because the mainstream has the power, mm. um, and and it has a most incredible power, but that does, you know the mainstream also needs the side rivers mm. to keep flowing, mm. and so don't just run with the you know my, my suggestion. It's a piece of advice. So I'm not ordering, but my suggestion is don't. Don't allow the driftwood that is the mainstream to determine the direction you are going, because that means someone else is telling you what direction you're going to go in your life. Mm. You know, take control of your own river system. If it meets the mainstream on occasions, that's fine, but but stay in control of of, of where you take yourself. It's my is what I believe. It's, uh, you know, using that term off the cuff mainstream, you know, it actually gave me a higher awakening of that uh, just then because, yeah, you're right, there's many, many, many different rivers that can actually run off what, uh, what we're, we're actually thinking, you know, and if we're all going down the mainstream, 
then you know um, then we're not probably potentially living to our, our, our potential uh, you know as, as humans so we've got to be, be able to explore this and this is the gift that we've got within us uh, I really believe that Dean what you've demonstrated today with regards to the voice is is, is absolute game changer for me you know with regards to to that 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 part of my being um, which can have a tremendous effect on on my meditation on my self-awareness on my connection with myself on my connection with other beings and um, you know my connection with uh, with with spirit and and the source of life at the end of the day you know um, uh, when you when you make those tones it, it just takes you out of your thoughts it, it gets people listening into a into a you know just a a nice balanced um, you know mind i would have thought a neutral mind um, which the yogis talk about a lot um, straight away you know you're not forcing something it's actually being brought upon you by that vibration and um you know uh, i just think that that this conversation is 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 really tremendous and I, I encourage people listening to to explore what we've talked about more deeply to maybe look at your website, Dean, and some of the music that you've got out there. Can you tell us a bit about that? Sure, 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 sure. Um, so uh, my website is deanfrinkle.com, as in D-A-N-F-R-E-N-K-E-L.com <laughs> is, is it. Um, and on there you've got... Uh, links to the wellness breathing program that I uh, created and trained to people, uh, which also includes using didgeridoo for wellness purposes. And mm. there's a non-traditional didgeridoo blow that that is bloody fantastic. And I've got to tell you, uh, one of my old students holds the current Guinness World Record for longest didgeridoo blow. And he did it when he was 14, and we did it on Skype lessons between Melbourne and the Hunter Valley. And, mm. um, you know, he's still the Guinness World Record holder. Um, so uh, other things on the website, you've got the music. Uh, there's sort of rather a lot of CDs, got a few books. Um, and, uh, look, I don't, and I don't even know what else is on there because I haven't looked at them so long. <laughs> but I do, I do a few other things. And, uh, and you've got an album on Spotify and the main channels called Magic Sounds, is that right, Dean Frankel? That's correct. Um, so Magic Sounds, which was done with uh, my wife, partner, Linda Lassie, uh, which was essentially going to be a, a CD to calm babies. Mm. And then when we were recording it, it got really boring and we decided we'd calm parents instead. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and that CD is also used in, in a lot of massage and yoga sessions and also to play to other species of animals in wildlife re mm. uh, retreats as well. Mm, incredible, mate. I'm, I'm going to... Get it out there and just see what comes from from that possibly you know uh uh in my environment i'm looking out onto the rainforest here at the moment and um you know there's lots of uh lots of wildlife amongst it so maybe playing that out there a bit uh would be um uh you know something that i could do to uh see what uh what potential it brings you know and uh oh, i know these if you do that you'll make me very happy <laughs> i, I love nothing more 
than having my music serenading the local wildlife. All right, I'll see what I can do. And um, <laughs> I thought about getting myself a, a harp gong today to do the same thing, you know, to get it out there and just see what that actually brings. I've been really curious of, you know, the power of the didge and, and these uh, ancient um, ancient instruments, which, you know, just, just have this beyond word uh, connection, you know. Um, there's, there's so much power, you know, within them, but also within ourselves that we can, we can access. So I'm, I'm really grateful for the chat, mate. And, um, yeah, very, very... It's been uh, my total pleasure, Aaron. Thank uh, you. Uh, there was, we went on a very, very unique journey, you and me, just then. I really appreciate it. Thank you.